And we're back. It's MMA and Beyond. Welcome, welcome. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We really appreciate all the feedback through social media, through five-star ratings. Thank you so much for helping others find this show. So happy to be here at Longo and Weidman Mixed Martial Arts in Garden City, New York. Ray Longo, what's I up, brother? I, I might have never been as happy as tonight. <laughs> it for the feels one, amazing. For the one simple reason, Steve. As I look to my left, <laughs> I don't see this hairy manimal. I see the beautiful the Diana beautiful. Kay. It's such <laughs> a refreshing thing tonight. <laughs> I know she's right. not going <laughs> to interrupt us. She's, she's going to be insightful. It's, I don't know, I feel it. You feel it? I uh, feel Jason, I do feel you feel it? You feel amazing. Yeah, you I feel, you could feel that I feel amazing. There was no grunting. <laughs> Yeah, there was no, there was no preemptive. Steve, you got to do something. There was, there was <laughs> I nothing. Mean, it's such Just a positive vibe. Because normally, normally my neck hurts because I have to look away from it. But now I can actually adjust it, go to the other side. This is this is a big night. Trust it's me, a big night okay. after a, a big weekend. Diana, you're here. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. By guys popular for demand. <laughs> filling in back. for the manimal, replacing the manimal, and I and I want you to know, Diana. Last time we we said Steve Lee was filling in, manimal wanted to fight him. He uh -oh. was threatened, so he might. Uh -oh. I don't even think he could differentiate male or female. He just might come after you. So just have to you know, it, it's so funny yeah. that I was joking with him like last time that I came. I'm like, honestly, I want your spot. I want your spot. I was joking, and now I'm here. I just <laughs> He's definitely gonna come. Oh, well, it's a joke no more, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's a joke till till sitting what, across from yeah, me is that. With any hope, somebody hits him in the head with that steel mace that he's doing, and he's. Maybe he gets concussed and he's out for a while. He's oh, listening no. to this already oh, on no, his way back. Out. <laughs> hey, I'm surprised our phones will be ringing. He wants to dial in. <laughs> and, of course, the Doc here after after another weekend as well. Busy weekend. Welcome back, Doc. Thanks for having me. Always good to have you. Let's start off with what a great weekend for the team. Big, Must have felt great, right? Yeah, big night. And I'll tell you, uh, start off with Anthony Delemi. I got to tell you, man. Guy was he sparred all the pros. Uh, that was an amateur fight for him, but his, I mean, for the first time, he really was in there sparring the right way, working out the right way, and I had no doubt going into that fight it was going to be good because they the guy the guy he was fighting just couldn't have been better than the people he was in the uh, he was sparring with. So that, I think that's that's what Anthony's going to take away from that, and I think he felt great again. He did everything right. And he had a he had a kick ass performance, man. You know, he even got to do some jujitsu, which I'm sure I didn't expect. I mean, he almost had the guy in a triangle, and he went to Homa Plata, and then he got that, up. That's and, that's what gassed out the opponent. I think it was was him trying to fight off that triangle. Yeah. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, that was close. He was close to getting him. Yeah. He looked good even in training leading up to. Uh, no, he had I, a I got to camp. be here a bunch of times when Delemi was was training, and he looked good and focused. And every time I talked to him, he seemed really. His, his head really seemed in the game, and, and that matters. You know that that matters. Yeah. He's going to be one of those guys that he's got to stay focused because I think he's got the – he could drift off, but when he's focused, man, I mean, trust me, man, he gave – he was controlling that octagon with the sparring. I've never – he was the best I've ever seen him. And, you know, he was – like, again, he was focused. Everything was good. He was blending the striking with the wrestling. It just was a great camp for him. So the body I think shots he, are deadly. Yeah, and man. I think he's going to grow from it. I think it's going to give him the confidence. The yeah, I think he's going to give him the confidence he needs. Yeah, absolutely. Right, Diana. Is it something I noticed? Oh, his right. fight. I noticed it was Bazooka's fight the week before. 
It, those body shots are you deadly. You want the body, man. low yeah. MMA. Yeah. <laughs> you let them know. <laughs> it, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's crazy. So congrats to uh, Delemi. Well done, sir. And uh, uh, Enjoy that and, and then get back to work, man. Yeah, no, no, I think I'm, think I'm, I'm cruising into Christmas, man. Yeah? I think so, yeah. I feel Chill good. out, no? A couple of weeks. Sure. I, I've, I've never seen it. No, no, I'm going to do it. We're going to do it. Yeah. Okay, I'm chilling. I'm chilling till Christmas, then January 1st. We go berserk again. We got guys yeah. fighting in February, and I'm sure uh, Marab, uh, Marab's going to get a call for sure. He's he's due. And uh, we'll see what happens with everybody else. It'll be interesting to see who, who Marab fights. There's a lot of people, a, a lot of people uh, talk about being the BMF, but nobody wants to fight Marab. Yeah, <laughs> no. it's, it's one the thing machine. to call the devil out to yeah. a fight. It's another thing to fight him. But it'll be interesting who, who gets the call and, and, uh, and can unleash Marab on them. And, and it'll be great to see. And, of course, Ray, my trainer, my mentor, my friend, Jenny Nadell, heart oh. technique, deadly, just chopping down trees over there. I talked to her. She said 12 front kicks she landed to the face, which is unbelievable. Amazing. And again, another, you know, another tall girl. I mean, it's been thank, thank the Deanna for the sparring because well, at least we had some height and she was yeah. throwing volume. But we needed, you know, she had great sparring between Mia and Diana was was really really good which was valuable for that fight just by height and power alone but uh i think the girl i'm, I'm assuming that girl was taller than you i think she was she looked right? long yes she i mean was she, really tall. Yeah, she looked you long. know so i think the good thing is she didn't fight tall so she was coming at jenny so it allowed yeah. her to run into those front kicks which was great she and i think eating those front kicks eating oh them, man, her head was snapping back she but was definitely a game it wasn't really deterring her she kept coming so it was tough for sure yeah, it was tough you know and i think the headbutt in the first round kind of took jenny off a game a little bit but um at the end of the day she got the nod and another great fight i mean for where she's at she just never has an easy fight it's crazy jenny so. being jenny she yeah. fights through yeah. the adversity and and yes. Wow, some of those combos she was landing. Oh, man. <laughs> you just wonder how someone stays standing after that. Well, one in the replay that was the front kick followed by a left, followed by an overhand right. Yeah, the overhand almost right. Took, almost took the, the girl's head off, but yeah. she stayed there. No, like, no, the girl yeah. was tough. Yeah, she was, she was tough. tough. Like the shot she was eating, oh, my God. So congrats again to Jenny now, again, with another victory at the Garden. And uh, I remember the first time that Denny, Jenny was going to fight at the Garden. She said, you know, like this is that's the pinnacle yeah well, it really is though even for everybody on that card it's a big deal fighting at the garden it really is it's huge so. and now getting multiple wins there uh, you can't you, you know what jenny is to this team and to every single person who comes into this building has a jenny story yeah and it's always an awesome story so when, when she pulls out a win especially tough wins and and shows what a leader and a champion she is you have nothing but uh Amazing feelings for that. Yeah, and I can't think of who. Uh, there was a guy that boxed last night at the Barclays Center, but he was from England. Uh, his father was a, a champion. I, can't, I don't know why I'm blanking on his name, but he was saying just his his ideal thing was to fight at some of these iconic places in New York, man. It is, it's a big deal. Whether you're a professional at the top of your game or you're an amateur, it's, it's huge to fight the guy. And that's why I used to love when I had the Golden Gloves there, so... To get to the finals of the Golden Gloves of Fight in the Garden, you carry those memories with you for the rest of your life. It Absolutely. Really, it's big, a story big to stuff. tell. It's a story to tell. It's a story that not everyone can tell. So that's always good. So shout out to Jenny Nadell and Anthony Delemi uh, for, for Combat at the Garden NYC. 
Yeah. And it was a great night. And the other thing is, like, I went to the Coliseum for uh, my daughter's graduation, and we're leaving, and there's Weidman's picture up on the wall. And this has been people, like, they're like, well, it's Chris. You know, like, you don't even get it because they're used to, they know, you know, they know people on a different level. And then you see their poster up at, like, the Coliseum or the Garden. It's, yeah. It's, it's pretty Chris's good. Chris's win, man. I know you bring this up, and I'll, I'll mention this for a second. Chris's win against Gaslam yeah. at the Coliseum. Having been to more Islander games there than I could count, that was easily the biggest pop I have ever heard at the Coliseum. Yeah, no, that was, and <laughs> that, that was for, for Long Island guys, that is the equivalent of Madison Square Garden. Maybe more, amazing. maybe better. You know what I mean? And it's funny because, like the weigh-ins and the the workouts, the pre, you know the uh, the workouts during the week. Man, there wasn't a big response. I'm like, wow, I don't know what the hell's going on. Like, I thought there would be more people, right. but man, the night of that fight, that place came alive. It was, it was amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. It, it was, was absolutely a, amazing. Um, bunch of fights last night. You had uh, UFC, uh, ESPN card. Uh, had uh, Rosenstruck versus uh, Alistair Overeem. You had Rodriguez versus Calvillo. Uh, a bunch of fights. You had uh, boxing last night as well. You know what's interesting about boxing? I find that people can tell that I used to love, absolutely love boxing because I have a lot of boxing references. But for me, it became so boring. And everyone keeps telling me to come on over. There's great fights. There's great fights. And then when I do look, so boring. Yeah. <laughs> I just find it. I find it boring. And, and maybe I'll catch some, some shit for this. But I just feel like a great boxer can be defeated by an okay MMA person. Like, you can be an amazing boxer. It's just an incomplete art as far as, as, far as I'm concerned. For, so for someone well, for, who isn't 100%. Combat, yeah, for, for sure, combat. Yeah. And so, um, I don't know. I, I don't find it as interesting as I used to before MMA existed. But there's some people who are diehards. Last night, fight between, um, uh, uh, between uh, Joshua and Ruiz was... For me, not not that yeah. interesting. No, I, I didn't even see it, but I I didn't hear anything good about it either. It it, uh, it was you know it's just it's just long. It's a yeah. long and a lot. Um, it went the distance, right? Twelve rounds. Yeah, yes. it, it went the distance, and we we've had some some snooze fest, some snooze UFC fights, but not nearly as much as yeah, I find. That's in, like in twelve boxing. rounds, and then it's just like constantly like the same. <laughs> There's, yeah. there's only, well, that's what they made. I didn't see it, but they made it exactly like that. It was the same thing every round where yeah. the guy had to do something different. And he didn't. But what wasn't what wasn't the same was uh, the Rosenstruck versus Alistair Overeem. Oh, man. <laughs> what an ending. Like, and there's so many levels to this. Yeah, right. Yes. Because once again, between the judging and the referees, we, we find this lack of accountability, lack of standard, lack of consistency, consistency yeah. and you're, you have these situations where they're, they're dictating the outcome in the sense of, of throwing it over. And when everyone, this is the, the issue, I know Ray's had a couple of problems with referees in the past. Here's the issue that I have with individuals in general. If everyone online and in the community, let's say in, in the proverbial room, if everyone in the room thinks you're wrong and everyone in the room thinks you're blatantly wrong, maybe you're the asshole. Like, right. it, it's, it's possible that you're the asshole. And in this, in this, the way that this system is set up is everyone could actually be saying, hey, you got this wrong. 
and you have no accountability. There is no answer ever given. And in these scenarios, you have fighters that are missing out on on well, and I think 50% the, I think of their the, money. The problem now that I'm finding is that just exactly what you said with the accountability, they all know it. So it even makes it worse. You know what I mean? Like, what do you yeah. have to do to lose your job at this point? Seriously. Man, what do you have to do to lose your job? Like, I don't even want to talk about it anymore because, you know, I've been talking about it and it's just... And if anything, you'll get shit for saying it. Yeah, yeah, like, I'm you the get bad shit guy. For saying you can't, it, God forbid, you voice your opinion. I wonder if they go, like, through any training or... They go they... through some sort of training, I'm sure, but... But after that, is there retraining? Is there is there any sort of demerit? Does anyone get a a strongly well, worded and again, letter? you got to remember <laughs> every anything. every commission is different. That's that's yeah, right. That's yeah. the other problem. Right. So we don't even know. So we can only talk about the commissions we know. There's we don't know what's going on. And is the manager the only one who could stand? Because the fighters don't unionize, so they have no representative for them. So is the manager the only one that could reach out and say, "Hey, can we review this? Is there?" Is there any review process? Is there anything like that? These are these are bad calls. And and you bring up boxing. These have happened in boxing before. We've had situations like the Overeem situation where, uh, do you remember Ray or anyone here? The Chavez Meldrick Taylor. Oh yeah. Meldrick oh, yeah. Taylor's you know dominating yeah, the fight, yeah, yeah. and with a few seconds left, Richard Steele stops the fight. Yeah, that that was a biggie. A second later, Lou Duva's in there going insane, mm. and. Uh, which is what Lou Duva loves to do. <laughs> we love to do. Uh, but again, there's Richard Steele who who really changed Meldrick Taylor's life. Oh, yeah. Meldrick Taylor was, was never, never the, the same. same after never, that. ever the same. And so those type of things, I, I don't think there was accountability there either. What is the answer? Is it is it a unionized, is it another, is it the opposite where you actually unionize the fighters to get better commissions and referees? Or is it, a? would you ever be able to standardize a commission? Uh, it would have to be a national commission yeah. that would, Need you know, everybody law. had to be, yeah, right, yeah. it would have to be a federal thing and everybody has to follow the same practices. You know, right now it's it's different and you could see that commission definitely looked, something was off with that show a little bit. It didn't have a big show feel to me and there was, I mean, the amount of draws on that card and it, some of the other shit was just... I mean, I don't, I don't even know. I mean, there's no way that Cody Steinman fight was a draw. There's just a no. statement. There's no way. No. I mean, how do you call that a draw? After the guy took an illegal knee to the to the head, you know, they wanted to mess around with the scoring, the new scoring. It, it, I think this is what you're going to see. You wanted a lot of draws, that's what you're going to get, I guess. Does that and mean if he hadn't taken an illegal knee to the head, he would have lost? Without a doubt. Without a doubt. <laughs> That's insane, you know. But, right. So, so there, there has to, there has to be like a, a, a learning. <laughs> that has to be yeah. like a learning moment, a teachable moment, Doc, Absolutely. for that. Now, you've, you've have some commission experience, Doc. I have a little bit of commission experience. Well, how, how would you fix it in less than a minute? Go. Yeah, in less than <laughs> a minute. I think you need an, um, national standards. I think you need education and re-education programs, um, and I so. And I think that there needs to be an accountability standard um, so that when something comes up, um, there needs to be a justification for what's going on. Right. So in most professional businesses, I know that, that I deal with a lot of mental health professionals and what I do. And so they, through their licensing, 
have to get certain continuing education credits. And if they have certain issues, whatever, they have to get relicensed and continue on and show that they're continuously learning, refining, improving, enhancing within their profession. There should be something like this that is standardized for judges and or referees. Right. The, the yeah. problem is, you know, who's going to be running it, right? And, and how to maintain that as objective and whether or not it's going to be paper. You know, because if it's an online computer thing, most most of the refs are going to pass, or most of the judges, anybody, right. doctors, whatever. Um, but it needs to also be translatable into the actual actual thing. So there needs to be, I think, like you know, mock fights and and scenarios, just as you would in the military, just sure. as you would in you know for for a trauma course. Yeah. Yeah, I got to tell you, man. Even. Uh that's a, a, like a not directly really. But when I was doing the accounting, man. To fire somebody is not easy. <laughs> it's not not easy. Oh, man. I mean, you got to build a file. Well, because you, it's not a good business practice it, when you fire somebody, you, it, you open up to so many. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. You know what I mean? But with these guys, there has to be the fighters have to be represented somehow. Because, like you said, it's only the manager and the, the, the UFC that nobody wants to deal with the managers. They're not looked upon in you know, any type of good graces or anything. Look, the only way to get anybody and it's with anything is right in the pocketbook. That's it. That's That's the only thing they understand, unfortunately. You know what I mean? So, dude, I don't know what I was looking at. There's a lot. I thought there was a lot of wrong things last night, you know? And nobody's going to be perfect, so I don't want to go that route, but uh, you got to start. You, you got to start building, you know, files on these guys. And look, man, it's been like 10 times now. Like any reasonable per, you got to lose right. your job. You got to, you got to get suspended something. You got to think about what you're doing. You know what I mean? Like I, there was just too many things last night that were weird. Even if they, uh, Dan talking to Stefan Struve, the guy gets hit in the balls twice and he's compromised to begin with. And then, and like again, I'm going off of Daniel Cormier. I didn't, I didn't even hear it because I was at a party, so I couldn't really hear much. But he's saying he covered his mic and told the guy, you know, I'm, I took a point away. And why are you even talking to the guy? Like I don't even. Why is there a? Is that part of the? Are they coming up with a rule now that that says they're okay to talk to people? And I mean, this is the second time now. And, and look, I know Dan, and unfortunately, you know, it sucks that I got to comment on it, but. You know, he did the thing with Michael Venom Page, and then, you know, he got people, well, he's in the heat of the moment. No, but this, this is what we're talking about. You know, we get it. You're in the heat, but you have to be beyond that at this point. You have or to. Or you got to take a, you got to sit down. Right. You got to take it, you got to go right. back to the minors until you can figure that out. You know, you can't, be, you, can't have, right. you can't have it in there anymore. Like, it's not, what are we talking for in there? The guy, you know, now the guy lost the fight, too. So I think from, from a pr- procedural point of view, Obviously, anybody commissioned needs to maintain an objective stance because otherwise there's the appearance that you might be uh, pro one fighter or not. And I think what ends up happening, and I can see it sometimes, you know, for example, for a ringside doctor, if somebody gets a cut, right, and you go in, if you want to look at it, you blot the, the blood, right? You just want to wipe it away. But if you start applying pressure, that could be construed right, as, as cheating, really, for the other side. Um, and that could be challenged. But I think what happens, and maybe Steve could also, you know, um, comment on this, is sometimes people get sort of involved more in the fight. They lose their object- objectivity, right? So they get drawn into the fight, and then 
they make a comment that that really they shouldn't be doing. Um, and I think perhaps that's what happened in this yeah. situation. Well, I just think it shows that your head's not really in the right spot, though. Right. Like that you could get that emotionally involved with a guy you don't even know. Right. But it's more like spectator syndrome. Well, that's, yeah. well, that's exactly what I was going to say. What happens is, is, is you lose perspective on what your role is, right. who right. you are in this. Right. And so what Ray's saying is valid in, in the sense of go back to the proverbial minors and, and, you know, it's okay. Go yeah, back right. to... There's nothing wrong with it. We, we there see, really is nothing wrong with it. We pr- see uh, incredible pros come back to jujitsu fundamentals class. Just let me just brush up on this and remember the simple shrimping. Let me just remember simple stuff. There's nothing to say that, that a, a referee can't do that. And if you are really wanting to be at the top of your game in the top league uh, in the industry, then, yeah, why would it hurt? Especially, again, if everyone in the room is saying it. Yeah. Maybe and that's why I say their way of dealing with it as well. We're not going to let them rough anymore. Michael Page fights. Really? That's it? You just move them to someplace else. Like, I don't even. That's the, that, that was the answer. I, what is, <laughs> does that make any sense? What if the next guy he's fighting likes Dan as a ref and he wants him? <laughs> right. I can't have him. <laughs> now you can't. Now you can't have him. Now because, you can't have yeah, him. Yeah. Like, that was it. That was the reprimanding. You know what? We won't, we won't let him ref those fights anymore with Paige. All right. I mean, I don't know. Okay. You know, what is this? But again, what's his role? You're a ref. Like you should... Yeah, right. What are we doing? I think I think part of the, the problem in, in MMA, which may be a little bit different when compared to boxing, is that, you know, there's some very good boxing refs, but you kind of don't know who they are in, in that sense of it. You right. know if you follow the sport. But in MMA, the sport was built around and, uh, the fact that even the refs became celebs. And so you've got your own following at that point. And I'm wondering how much that also influences or could potentially influence a ref's response to a situation. Yeah, it could, it could affect it on a high level. It could affect it really badly, as it just did. And so that's those are the ones that you have to say, okay, listen, this isn't – it could have developed in the sport that way. But at some point, it becomes unhealthy. It becomes unhealthy for the people in there, people looking to make big decisions, the refs who are becoming part of the story. You shouldn't be a part of the story. If you're a part of the story, you didn't do your job as a neutral referee. You're, you're, you're to guide that. And so it, it, becomes, um, it becomes a challenge, especially when it's in, impacting the fight itself. Yeah, that's yeah. the problem. Well, and and even going back to the Stefan Struve thing, like we've seen guys get kicked in the balls that guy was in pain. I mean, that was, I mean, that guy's face down for like three minutes. I mean, that guy was hurting, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Only to get kicked in the balls again. <laughs> there was no point taken away for the first kick. I mean, the guy was face down. <laughs> I mean, that's that's bad. I mean, it sucks to begin with. It's just bad. But you to had a feel. You had a feel for that guy, no? <laughs> well, I mean, even Rothwell felt bad for him. Did they end up taking the point? The second time. Oh, man. But, I mean, with that being said, with with the fight where Overeem got got his lip split open, that was an indication to stop the fight from a a medical (laughs) point of view. Um, Right. Yeah, so... Well, look, I think only in that fight, look, obviously, I I think the problem with that fight, and again, with... I don't know, man. He should have just stopped the fight. As soon as the, that guy walked, he bought into that guy walking away. And he didn't know what to do. You could see him running over there, and then he just stops. He doesn't wave the fight off. 
right? And then when the guy stands up, he waves it off. You know, like, so he should have been calling the guy back. You know, the fight's not over. Or it could have been stopped. Or he could have, or I, I he could felt have said, that it was not. Or, yeah, he was, he was justified out. to yeah. stop that fight right yeah. at that point. Yeah, I, with the I, shot, just wave yeah. it off. Like, why didn't you wave it off yeah. then? Is that's yeah. the question to me? Right. Why just wave it off? That was a that was a hard shot. The guy sat down backwards. Just the fight's over. But because that guy walked away, it sent you could see there's confusion. Right. It was like a Jedi mind trick. He bought into. He wasn't stopping the fight because. He's not letting the guy dictate what's going on. Right. And that was the problem. That's the issue. Is that right? That the initial one second after he's down. <laughs> right. You see him running over and then he doesn't do anything. He has to wait for the guy to get up. Now, why not make the decision should have been made right there? Not influenced by anything outside. Right. Exactly. And look, I'm not saying that's easy because that happens, you know, and even Rosen strike or whatever his name is. The fuck is he walking away for? You know what I mean? Like, he could have... If, if Dan calls that guy back, there's four seconds to go, and says the fight's not over, he doesn't even make it back in time because he was so far right. across the octagon. He doesn't make it back in time to do anything. The bell goes off and he loses the fight. Whereas if he didn't walk away and he pounced on him right then, Dan jumps right in there to get him off. Right. You know what I mean? That's, I think that's the way he goes down. Like, that was, he got lucky, man. Yeah. He got lucky, man. He was behind, I heard he was behind all four rounds on that fight. And, and lucky that the story, the sub-story becomes, wow, we're four seconds left, four seconds away from losing that fight. And the top story yes. becomes, hey, did you guys see his lip? Yeah, yeah, yeah right. And that's yeah. the other thing. So the yeah. lip was. The lip is just, you know, <clears throat> ended that conversation. But that lip is, Doc, is that one of the more gruesome things you've seen? Uh, it's probably one of the most severe that I've seen, even though it wasn't one of the most bloody. Um, and that's because it was a through and through or a full thickness. So it went right through what we call the, the pink part of the, the lip is the vermilion. So that's the point that's pink uh, adjacent to the skin. So that's when you doctors just pull out the scotch tape. And yeah, start... then, then we pull out the scotch tape and we, we pray that the plastic surgeon is, is close by. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Got a little scotch that tape. It's, it's, really important, it's really important to repair that, right? There's a... A very small muscle that goes around that area called the orbicularis, uh, and um, it's really important to to make sure that that's functioning because you can't purse your lips or do anything appropriate with your mouth. Just worst kisser ever from yeah. now on. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Otherwise, you look like a joker. <laughs> guys, he won't be whistling for a while. <laughs> that's it. That's wow, it. Man. But tough man. T it, it was a good fight until then for him. Yeah. Yeah. Great all fight. smiles when yeah. he got up though it was crazy yeah, he was yeah he's a fighter i mean that I guy that, that's <laughs> been fighting his in, just about his entire life yeah. and a big shout out to billy q ray longo man that was nice to see what a good dude yeah. right diana billy yeah. q he's got just great energy well, nice yeah, kid exactly. how, could you, not, how could you not you know. well, how could you not root for that guy yeah. steamroller's down there helping him steamroller's another steamroller's another gem he's a good dude i mean he he ran to uh Oh, you went with him too, right? Yeah, to Atlantic crazy. City. Yeah, yeah. You're, Very you're a good dude yeah. too. Right, <laughs> no, they're really, it's good to have support. Like he did. I, I didn't go for uh, Pomp. Uh, Pom What's that called? <laughs> I, I call him a nickname, Pompino's fight. But they went down, which it was great to have. And man, he flies out for uh, for his buddy. It's just a, he's he's just a good dude, man. Yeah, so supportive. And honestly, uh, we're at the ride in AC, and 
he was giving me so much advice about fighting and everything, and it just really made me feel good, like, got me prepared for the fight I mean, and he, everything. Yeah, he is a positive guy. Yeah, He's yeah, just, very a, just a nice kid, man. Uh-huh. He really is. Nice and kid. They, and they, they have a great relationship, those two guys, and they back each other, and it's, it's really nice to see. Really Billy is. Q finishes strong and gets his black belt afterwards, which is pretty cool. That was That's awesome. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> You pick up a black belt while you're there. He looks so young. I mean, he got the subs. So, hey. Yeah, that looks good. So shout out That's to Billy awesome. Q. Congratulations on your your first UFC win, as well as uh, your black belt. Hey, feedbacks at MMAandBeyond.com. That's MMAandBeyond.com. Uh, you could also reach us on social media. Ray Longo is Ray Longo MMA. Where can they find you, Diana? On Instagram and Facebook, Diana Caravas. <laughs> Look me up. <laughs> Look her up. Doc, where can they find you, Doc? It's easiest right now to find me through you. Nice. Uh-huh. And, you uh, I'm, working through on, I'm working on my own uh, media right just, now. Just write The Doc if you the have a doc, question for The yeah. Doc. And, of course, on Twitter, um, MMA Beyond, you can find us. Uh, we're going to start uh, Instagram, a BMF Belt. Which which do you think is better for Connor's legacy, regaining the UFC title or winning the BMF belt? <laughs> Damn, you can take Damn, that you one. Love. Yeah, you, no, you <laughs> take, I don't worry. I don't think he should be talking about legacy right I now. I know. I don't know. You know, but it, it it becomes an interesting thing with Connor again because of what I was saying with with the the new pay per view. That you have to really be already be a member to get pay per view. I wonder how much of Connor's needle moving goes away. That'll be interesting, man. I think this sport is crazy. Yeah. I say you're gone for a couple of years. They forget about you. They forget about you, man. <laughs> your highlight reels are kind of truth, old. Man. Your highlight reels are kind of old, and and um, and again, there's there's. I, I mean, I, I think that they're saying he wants to. He's trying to come back to beat Cowboy to maybe fight Masvidal. I, I don't, those are, you know, Cowboy's not an easy fight yeah, for anybody. Not at all. Yeah, no, at definitely 170? not. 170? Yeah. And I, I'm gonna, let, me, let me rephrase this to look. All kidding aside, his legacy is already there. You know what I mean? He really did accomplish some stuff in the sport. He was great for the sport. You know, he brought a lot of eyeballs to the sport. Huge, Huge and, in the sale. You know, he had, look, he, titles and a couple of divisions. He, he Look, he's got nothing else to prove technically. But I do think he inherently is a fighter. And he does want to fight and win, and it's, you know, that be that becomes the tricky part now. How many, you know, who's he going to fight, and can he get the W at this point? Right, can Which you I get think the it's going to be hard, harder than harder than people think. Can can you do? It's it's an incredibly grueling workout. It's a, a grueling regimen to be fight ready. Um, can you do that as a multi, multi, multi millionaire? That's that's the question. <laughs> Competing against someone who would really like to be a multi, multi, multi millionaire. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's a, it's not just you getting there. It's it's considering who you're competing against. I mean, that's what those Rocky exactly. stories were, right? It was Rocky having raw eggs while while Apollo Creed or insert whoever giant he was about to fight, who was living the life, who had all the, the doctors and the medicine and yeah. the everything, and and you're just running in the streets. It, that that becomes the challenge, and, uh, and it's not just a challenge for Conor McGregor. It's famously the challenge of staying at peak, staying champ, holding on to that title, and holding on to that eye of the tiger, yeah. uh, as as was as it was mentioned in the Rocky movies. 
Um, it'll be interesting, but as far as legacy, I think you're right, right? I think that his impact is not yeah, questionable. A, yeah, yeah, right. I don't Even think the he's... way that fighters act in this and in other sports is very McGregor. I mean, oh, 100%. Everybody's trying to mimic him. Yeah, because we like, want to m- mimic his bank account, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, so they said, what, what, uh, which belt does Connor have a better chance of getting, UFC or BMF? I think that he would have a better chance of getting a UFC belt, which which would be great. Either one of those can be really tough. The ch- the champions of every division. Yeah, we talking about one seventy. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not speed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're not. I don't see. I don't know. Yeah. He he. I think it's easier for him to get a BMF, just because they could just set up the super fight. I don't think he could go Whoa. up the ranks and beat the top guys in the division. Right. That's that's a good point, but not if Masvidal's. Is he he has to fight Masvidal? Oh not yeah, that, absolutely. Not that they can make a fight for him. Yeah, they if yeah. They, <laughs> they make a BMF belt and it's two different people. That's different, but right. he's not getting past Masvidal. I don't no, think absolutely at this not. point. For Connor, they make an interim BMF belt. Yeah. <laughs> they would you're probably the they would do that. BMF. Dana like would in do the that office, for them. That's crazy. To the regional manager. Um, and this, uh, of course, he finishes with, give me a shout out. You stuffed me on last week's question. Love the podcast. And he hashtag, this is where the suspect comes in. He hashtags it. Animal and beyond. You got your shout out. All right, Manimal, you got your shout out. I hope you're happy. Lauren, of course, writes in, not a question, just a statement. There will never be another Jenny. Ever. Ever. Go, there's, again, someone impacted by the great Jenny Nadell. <laughs> um, uh, Pierre writes, any news on a potential fight with Aljo and Cejudo? Uh, not that I've heard of. I, really I, think heard, that, I haven't heard anything about Cejudo. I, I, I haven't heard anything. I know I, Aljo keeps really busy on social media. For those of you listening who want more podcasts and more great fight breakdowns and technique breakdowns, follow Aljamain Sterling and everything he does. He has YouTube videos. I see that he records here. He breaks down submissions and fights. I just watching one with Steve Lee about top pressure. Yeah. I love what Aljo's doing. So check those out. Um, also, Aljo has podcasts that's uh, really entertaining as well. So uh, check out Aljo's podcast and his YouTube videos. I think that if there was... If, if something was um, on, we'd hear about it. We, yeah, it would right. be on I, I social media. Who's Al, when Al is Aldo fighting? Do we know? Is that coming up soon? Al, uh, Aldo is it's fighting like, this weekend? Uh, he is? Aldo's yeah. fighting this weekend? Oh, wow. Yeah, he, he's getting down to... Marlon. Oh, wow. wow. That's a big that's a, fight. That's a big <laughs> fight. Oh, man. That's, that's a tough fight. Holy yeah. crap. That's a tough fight. And this is the one that where they were... It goes to show were, you where, how up I am on uh, the, <laughs> those. Oh, man. I didn't even know they were fighting. Yeah. I, the, I knew they were fighting, but I didn't know it was that soon. Oh, wow. Because it was just man, announced that's just like another, not long Yeah, ago. another huge fight on that card. Wow. Jason with the research wow. and Aljo's podcast is called the weekly scraps. Thank you, Jason. You know, Aldo, he's been catching some uh, attention because of his weight cut and people saying how dangerous it looks and how thin he looks. If you could, if you could punch up his weight, that's going to be crazy. He's at 35. What if he fights Aljo? It'll be Aldo against Aljo. Like you won't even, you won't even know who they're screaming for during the fight. They might be screaming for Aljo. Aldo thinks that they're screaming He's for like, him. Why are you here for me? This is a problem. Oh, show them. I've seen it. 
Kendall stands the chair. Oh man, yeah. good luck. That's not good. <laughs> it's a tough. It's brutal. I don't. I don't know. Listen, what I'm not gonna tell people to go how to make go make money, but that's gonna be a tough one, a really tough fight. But here, here you have the opportunity. If you know, if, if some things bring out your greatness. We could, we could possibly be surprised. When Conor McGregor got down to those weights, he looked like a skeleton with skin on it. Oh yeah. Next day he'd come and beat the shit out of. I somebody. tell you what, he he boy, you know? he that's that's a really good point. He looked awful at those weigh-ins, but man, he did come into fight. So <laughs> come on, next that's day that's literally just, my dream. To, beat the shit out you know, of somebody. Look one. like Who that, knows? sucked out, and then the next day I come in, and I'm full ready to go. I yeah. usually feel like dead. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's crazy. <laughs> Mallory has a question for Ray. I imagine you have a strong bond with all of your students. At the end of the day, what do you want your students to take away from your classes? I want them to take their dirty laundry. Off the <laughs> That's what I want I'm them to like, take away from my classes. I'm yeah. like open ears right now. <laughs> no, no, no. Seriously, I mean, I think... Uh, if you can accomplish that. Well, most of these guys, I mean, just that hard work pays off, you know, and they, the, the guys that stayed the course uh, and really put the time in, and, uh, you know, kind of follow the template. Like, I just watched the fight. Al just bought a beautiful house in Merrick on the water, which is just really, Amazing. for me, is just awesome to see him. He's a great kid. He's got a, a house he could die in. There's nothing else you need after that. It's just right. a beautiful spread. And, you know, he worked his ass off for it. He, you know, he put on a lot of entertainment for people and probably got underpaid, but still... You know, good enough to where, you know, he's got a nice uh, start in life for a 31 or a 32-year-old. Buying a house on Long Island isn't easy, and, you know, he's uh, he's doing great. So I like to see that. Obviously, you know, Weidman's, you know, living very nicely. They're all doing great. They've all been fighting for a while, and I, that's really what I want them to take away from it is just a great work ethic and to just, you know, even when the fighting's done, to just keep going. But they all have a great start because of their work ethic and, I think, uh, you know, just believe in the process, man, and everything else will come. There's process, and, and as an observer, Mallory, it, there's a, a work ethic that is innate in this building, and you see it, and you see the levels of people as they, they start committing to that work ethic. You start seeing them kind of clicking and grouping and working with each other, and it's a really interesting dynamic that happens here. I think that the way that... We talk about Jenny Nadell, people talk about Ray Longo, where it's, it's, you're here every day. You're here every day, you're showing up, you're going through the classes. There is no monotony to it. There, there is teamwork and there's people driving to get better. A lot of the people who fight Friday might be at the gym Monday. And, and it's just, it's, you know, it's just the way that it goes. And you see them here and they are making adjustments, win or lose. They're making adjustments and helping their teammates. It's a really interesting dynamic. Yeah. And Mallory. even with Matt, like, you know, I mean, I did an interview. This is going back probably about eight years ago. But they like, you know, they bring up the GSP fight, which was great. But I go, look, I'm more proud of the guy now. He's got two schools. He's got a great family. You know, he's kind of set. You know, he was able to use the fighting as a platform to move to the next level. And I think that's it. Not... Not that, you know, now he's probably more known for the podcast than he is for the fighting. Right. Which is crazy. You know what I mean? <laughs> which is so, crazy. He had the biggest upset in UFC history, but he, you know, he didn't like, uh, he never took anything for granted. You know, he lived in, I watched him, I know him since he's like 17, 18. I watched him live in the basement of his gym. You know what I mean? Like he, he really just, again, he sacrificed 
and he worked hard and he believed in himself and that's really you know what he got and I and think that's the rest of these guys like he set a really good pace for everybody else and uh to follow and all of these guys are doing good if I leave somebody out you know you know I'm well it, they're doing good and again with back to Mallory's point which there's a work ethic and a drive that's that's intrinsic. So you take Matt Serra, and yeah, I agree with you because you realize it being a Hall of Famer, being a, a less than one percent within the less than one percent, it's just yeah, it's, it's crazy. so crazy to, yeah. to to what level of of achievement that that is. But his schools, so you say, hey, my, my you know Matt has a couple of schools. Not just that, but the work ethic that started in those schools. Those Sarah BJJ schools are now becoming synonymous with elite jujitsu schools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So within the jujitsu community, Sarah BJJ that just started from from this guy that you knew uh, that was living in the basement of one, that school is becoming elite like some of these other elite schools. I'm going to tell you, very smart, always took risks, always believed in himself. And, uh, you know, he, he moved up at the right times. <clears throat> you know what I mean? He never rushed anything. Yeah, it's great. I and, love seeing it. Yeah, it's crazy. It really is. And, you know, like, again, what I say, I know him since he's 17 or 18. Uh, he was destined for something other than, you know, like, he really, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's it's a, it's an American success Well, he's story. that, you know. If you, you know, if and he'll you, tell you, like, when you talk to him. But, you know, he, by the, me, and this is, like, and that's why I think everybody should have menial jobs when they're growing up and just work and, Work at a job you can't stand because that's right. going to motivate you to right. never want to go back to there. Never I know when back. he was sitting in that booth as a security guard with his little clip-on tie, Steve, <laughs> checking people's ID, he never wanted to go back there. I really, I think that was a, you know, I, I think he'll even tell you, I think his girlfriend left him because of that. You know what I mean? Like you're a security <laughs> guard, you know? Right. So that was the motivation to just go, I'm, I'm getting the fuck out of here, man. And that's why I say I think it's good, and I I think even in those uh, those uh, twelve step programs or those AA meetings, they got you cleaning up the coffee pots, and you got to go back to basics, man, and realize you're nothing special, and you got to do what everybody else had us do at one time or another, and hopefully it motivates you to to you know bigger and better things. Bigger and better things, and again, Mallory, the the question I appreciate it because there's a lot unspoken. There is no. There is no Ray stands at the at the mat because I used to think this kind of stuff too, and so I, I understand Mallory's point. There is no Ray stands at the end of the mat and and hands out uh, uh, motivational quotes. There's you see Ray show up every day. You see Diana show up after her fight. You see Jenny here helping somebody doing a private helping a kid or something right after a fight. You see that stuff, and it's the unspoken things that that take a. a a small MMA school and all of a sudden this high percentage of UFC fighters come out of here. You take a gym like Matt's, there's a million jujitsu schools and suddenly Sarah's pulling out to the top just like he did in this top percent uh, of success because, again, those students are seeing Matt Sarah, whether he's, he's going with his daughters or he's going after after a podcast, he's there rolling, he's there teaching, he's there handing out belts. Oh, what I, I love that yeah. because you don't see that in other schools, and that's why his schools have so many champions in them now. No, so it's, thank it's, you it's for your just feedback. staying humble too, man. Yeah, and being grateful, showing for up because starting, I'm starting to think like I don't even know how the hell I did it. You know, when I look <laughs> back, man, I'm like, I don't, I don't want to say it was luck, but it was, it, it's crazy. It was definitely. You know, I was always passionate about it. I always loved what I did. But, you know, who knows? Without the UFC, 
what direction this would have, I don't know. I, it is it is kind of crazy, but I, I never thought about it. I just loved what I was doing. And you think martial arts would have just stayed on the steady like it was? I in, think that's what would have like happened, Like the 80s, yeah. it would have been like something that people choose for exercise here and there, and it well, wouldn't you have know, taken I, the, the, the turn yeah. that it did? Uh, well, you know, and again, at the time, you know, you had kickboxing and boxing, so I was training guys in that, so it probably would have went to that, but there was... Not the uh, notoriety right. by any means of what the UFC brought, you know. So that was kind of that was different, and uh, yeah, I think we're all when we all get together, we just laugh about like, like you know, sometimes just how the fuck, what the fuck happened? You know what I mean? Like this is crazy. Wow, this happened. That's yeah. a beautiful yeah. thing, though. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it is a, you know. a positive. What the fuck happened yeah, is so much yeah. better. Like, you know how many than times I'm like with Matt sitting on the street with I'll, leaves in your hair, yeah, like I'll shit. I'll be what with Matt, and somebody happened. comes. Oh my god, it's Matt Sir. He's like. Trust me, it's not that big of a deal. You know? <laughs> but that's what I love about Steve—he's never—he's always keeps it real. Like so you know what chill. I mean? Yeah, he always he's keeps like... it real. Like, and there's guys that do the opposite. Now you know where they well, are today? Absolutely fucking nowhere. Well, we talk about that. You know? We're talking about with with people who misrepresent or misunderstand their role in certain positions. Is that they see themselves as a? We see it as trainers sometimes. Oh, you see, horrible! You see trainers who who you could see the way they post on Instagram, and I'm like, it's... dude, you got like 40 views, <laughs> and your whole world is wrapped up in that. Like it's it's sad. Yeah. It's actually sad. <laughs> you know, it's, but and I'll tell you, there was a time. I won't mention any names, but you know, at the we, when we used to go to UFC, we used to get like those uh, big like name tag. It had like the uh, like a poster, sure, like that poster over there, UFC poster would be your tag. They were they were nice, you know. It was a nice memento to keep, right, Doc? You got a you know it's bunch of them, them, and you know, and uh, you know we were sitting there. I don't know where it was maybe like a rules meeting or something, and I they handed them out, and Matt comes back, he gives me one, probably Drago, whoever else was in the corner. And there was another guy behind me, and like without mentioning his name, and he's uh, he passes them out to his guys, and he goes, "Hey, my picture's on that. I want that back." And I'm like, "Wow, wow." <laughs> you know where that guy is today? Nowhere. 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 Yeah, yeah. My picture's on there. I want that back. And this is at the beginning. Like, there's not a lot of money. And, right. Like, you couldn't even let your corner keep the, 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 the badge. You know what I mean? Like, which is wow. just a nice way of remembering hey, right. the fight. And, you know, it's a special thing. Thanks, thanks for being yeah, in my corner. I want that back. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. My, I, I want those back after the fight. I'm like, holy shit. Wow. Remind me not to talk to this guy. Never, <laughs> never. You're like this over this. What are yeah, you right. like with that, Exactly. Yeah, you, know, you could see him not getting into a club. You know who I am, right? Huh? You know who I am. Right. If there's a if there is a poster with his face on it, he always stands by it or walks really slowly past it. Unbelievable. So you guys I mean, all see. Some you can't take shit that serious you like can't. that. You just can't. No. You can't. Life life will humble you. Yep. We're talking about work ethic, Frankie Edgar. Uh, Brian Ortega tears his ACL to fight the uh, uh, Chan Young, Chan Sung Young uh, at at UFC. Korean Zombie. Yeah, the Korean Zombie, and so Frankie Edgar replaces Brian Ortega. That's a tough fight. Tough fight. But does <laughs> that is that fortitude? <laughs> Fortitude for uh, you. I, look, I am in. a little confused because I do feel bad for Corey Sandhagen. Like, well, I guess this was the main event. Is that what happened? Yeah, this is the main event. Okay, so that that was the difference. So they can scrap that fight. 
You know, I just thought he wanted to go down to 35. Well, I had I had read that it, Frankie took this thinking that if he uh, if he gets out of this unscathed, he would still do that fight. Wow. wow. That's yeah. what I read. Oh, he does that, then he, he should be fighting for the baddest motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, Unbelievable. He, he pulls that off. But that's uh, what his team said. Yeah, well, no, let's keep that one. Yeah. Because it's like a when, month, when is it's like a month later. Fight? So let's just keep that one, and if and if he gets out unscathed, then let's let him do that one too. I'll tell you what, then uh, I probably nominate his name for the uh, baddest motherfucker. <laughs> you heard it here. Belt that, uh, yeah. How much time between those fights? Be- between uh, Edgar, uh, uh, Jason, you have to look it up. Um, yeah, so that's that's new. And poor Brian Ortega, has he fought? Was this going to be his first fight since that? Since that, the uh, loss, uh, against, yeah. uh Holloway. Holloway. So, I think so. Man, Danny, you're good. I didn't even know who he fought. That's good. Well, that was that brutal fight. Yeah, that was so the back bad. End. That, that was, was bad. It was that brutal fight where, like, even, even like, I think it was like Henner who was like, "Bro, you gotta stop." Like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, even Henner crazy. He was that. like, "Dude, yeah, like, like yeah, I love you, but you gotta let's let's live for another day." How how much time between? So that Korean zombie. Exactly a month later, would have been that same. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So they're saying, hey, hey, if we can get through this, let's not scrap this one until this one's over. <laughs> He'd have and to the come UFC out. agreed to it? That's like first base bugs money, second base bugs money, <laughs> third base bugs money. <laughs> Shout out to everyone who knows what I just said. Wow. That's oh, so he is booked. He still has his name on there. Yeah. That's, I'm, I'm telling that's, you, I read this remarkable. on like a legit site, like MMA that's fighting, remarkable. like a legit site. That yeah. is remarkable. <laughs> Um, UFC released uh, some more people amongst them controversially because of the timing. Liz Carmouche seems like she was on some sort of UFC talk. She's a veteran talking to the troops. <laughs> and oh, they released that's her. unbelievable. That's so disrespectful. If that's what happened, that's super disrespectful. Oh but but again, is it is it the first time that the UFC has been cold <laughs> cold blooded? And absolutely no. not. <laughs> It's it's not it it's but the feedback was the reason I brought it up is because the feedback has been you know brutal. Mm -hmm. It's interesting MMA fans, especially UFC fans, where they'll oscillate between thanking Dana White for amazing fights and also brutalizing Dana White for every single thing the UFC does. Um, And so uh, this was one of them, and I brought it up only because it seemed like she was in DC, doing things. for and with the troops now whether it was official ufc duties or not i'm not sure but she was definitely there under the ufc flag so to be released while doing that like just out of respect like (laughs) how do you do that to her yeah why not just wait a month yeah you know like you're not she's not gonna fight right Right. who cares because she just fought for the her last fight was for the title like, yeah, why not wait till Christmas? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You know, do it the right oh, way. Man. Right. Just, <laughs> wait wait till Christmas, Christmas with like a... Merry Christmas, release from the UFC. <laughs> not even say that. Merry Christmas from your former employer. Wait, <laughs> former? Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> former? Yeah, right. Couldn't nice they have done email. that? <laughs> Couldn't they have done it the right way? <laughs> it's not you, it's me. <laughs> wait, what? Oh, man. <laughs> I just can't. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's crazy. Dana White did say that uh, McGregor wants the Jorge uh, Masvidal fight. Uh, do you really think that Conor McGregor was really triggered in that sense when 
when Dana White kind of blew off that fight and said, nah, all right, he's way too big for Connor. Do you think that he was triggered and he's really, this is what really lit his fire to come back? <laughs> I'm gonna say uh, no. That didn't trigger anything. You think that it's Man, just a money look grab? If Dana really thought he was too big. Why is he going back on his word then? Well, I think that it's a money grab for anyone. I don't. Yeah, think. without a doubt. You know, well, Dana would be the. the it's gonna be interesting equivalent. to see what happens with the Cerrone fight, money wise. Right. Oh yeah. To and see Cerrone's a pretty popular guy too. So. And their angling is being angled almost like a, uh, you know, an international soccer game would be, like the USA versus Ireland. Like it's very becoming nationalistic. Oh, oh wow. yeah. So they're angling, you know, Budweiser versus Proper Twelve. Like you're seeing those memes. Yeah, so it's yeah. it's becoming like a patriotic thing. And so I'm enjoying watching that. Will that translate to somebody ordering ESPN Plus and ordering the pay per view? And what effect did it have? I don't know what effect um, the combination of Disney Plus and all that added. I don't know how that impacts ESPN Plus, how many people have ESPN Plus without knowing it right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you have, like, a bundle uh, for, like, Hulu, ESPN, and Disney. Right. Oh, wow. <laughs> I got up my stream. <laughs> What's the bundle? Hulu and who else? <laughs> Disney Plus, Hulu, ESPN Plus. <laughs> oh, is, is that true? Yeah, twelve ninety nine a month. Yeah, they're oh, so instead of what, what, what do we they're, pay now? Four ninety five. Yeah, something? You're, 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 oh, wow. yeah, you're saving. No, it's definitely <laughs> saving. And then upcoming up next is going to be HBO's um, uh, and and uh, Max. They're combining to. Oh, wow. They're going to compete with Netflix and that the Hulu bundle. Yeah, it's going to be like three major ones by the end of 2020. When the smoke clears and the bodies have fallen, (laughs) there will be three major streaming services as far as that goes. It'll be interesting to see. I heard Uh, pizza cable. (laughs) (laughs) Cable is like... (laughs) Well, cable is is a lot of money for, you know, a lot of nonsense. You know, and it's, it's, you know, it's outdated because things are on at a particular time. Right. So it's like, oh, this is, on, this is on Friday <laughs> that, that, That's going to be what? like a Back to the Future thing. Yeah. No, there was a time when you had to dad channels. Yeah, 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 right. yeah, right. This is like, on Friday at 8? Like, what is that even? What? <laughs> that's what's going to happen. That's crazy. Imagine that. You had to pay for a couple of channels. You had a TV. What Look a, what movies have to, to do to get people in there. Yeah, right. not happening anymore. Movies theaters are still kind of empty, unless it's like a young Disney film. And look what they have to do to get people in there. They're like, dude, we have wine. We have wine and chairs. You want to take a nap? Oh, yeah. yeah. You have a chair that's comfortable. You press a button. You just recline, just lay down. There's no one near you. There's like movie theaters. Tell us what seat you want to sit in. Volante goes in those reclines. He orders Uber Eats. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) He's having a a party. (laughs) No, that's what they want, where it's it's not just a here's a shitty seat and a bump at a cop. You're sitting there watching a movie. The guy Uber Eats comes in. Down in front. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you can't even watch. You got like a... <laughs> whole freaking charade of bullshit going on. Oh my. How crazy is that? That's insane. And I, I tell you, have, have you been to the movies lately? No, no. Yeah, It'll, you go with go with Jason. It'll be about one hundred ninety dollars. Oh my god! I went no. to watch the Joker. I I paid like twenty five dollars. I was yeah. like, oh, wait, no, what? It's, it's up there, man. <laughs> I think a night out with that. It used to be like nine, ten yeah, bucks. Like, what like happened? A, we'll a, catch the matinee for two fifty. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> That's not happening. 
<laughs> is the Joker still in theaters? I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe it could be. I, I want to see that, man. I didn't it's see that. It's a good movie. I heard good things. Uh-huh. I heard it's River just, Phoenix was phenomenal. I, did, I definitely want to see it. He, he's he's great in everything. Yeah. yeah, he's good. He's great in everything. But um, yeah, so it, it'll be it'll be interesting to to see how that goes, and more importantly, how the the pay per view the pay per view numbers are going to be a lot. It's, it's not going to welcome just passive uh, uh, passive people. John Jones claims innocence again after Usada changes on Instagram. Caption he writes. With not one but two biological brothers being Super Bowl champions, could it be possible that maybe I'm just a God-gifted artist with a solid work ethic? Uh, that would be a no. no. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that you're phrasing it like that is an absolute it, It's no. an absolute <laughs> no. Or right. well, could it be you're just a goddamn cheetah? Uh, that's very That's also possible. It, it, it's all possible. It'll be interesting, Doc, with, uh, with the adjustments being made to the testing, is it that the testing is more accurate, so they have to kind of... Well, it'd be interesting to know how they're standardizing it and whether or not they're going to be doing that throughout all sports, um, you know, which which would be interesting because if it's just for the UFC, I think so. Uh, I think, it, you know, you can question what what's happening. Um, but yes, the technology's gotten much, much better. But I'd like to know the literature that they're using to standardize. Well, that, so that that becomes the point there, like what what the literature they're using, what the standard is, and how broad that standard goes. Correct. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. But nobody's in the clear. It's just a new. You just become in the clear on these standards that they've set. Correct. On the just the marker, they just kind of moved the marker. Right. That's all they did. That's right. So it just made everyone who was in that area where you were failing before. It's like when you get a curve on a test. Right. Like 65, 64 was failing, but now everyone was kind of rough, so they just dropped the, they curved yeah, it a little bit. Now you're eight. passing. You're like, you see, I told you I'd pass this shit, but you it's only passed like because scale, we, you know, we yeah. fixed it. It's we curved it. Right. It's, it's what Wada did with, with uh, weed. You know, yeah. years ago, because Europe, it was so prevalent that they just moved the marker because they didn't want to find it, you know. Wow. Ta-da. It's called ta-da. <laughs> <laughs> so it has nothing to do with the biological disposition of your brothers. No, no, because you're failing regardless. Yeah, right. He hasn't figured that out We had out to change yet. the standard for you to yeah. pass it. Have so. you guys watched that documentary on Netflix about, like, the steroids and everything and how people hide them and all that? I don't know. Was it the yeah, one with the Russian guy? It, are you talking about Icarus? Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Icarus was brutal. That's, yeah. that, was, oh, yeah. Yeah. that's that a was really good amazing documentary. documentary. Listen, <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of money in high-level sports. And anytime there's a lot of money, there's a lot of opportunity. And, and, and the people who are, who are making the anti or making the pro, like it, it's, there's a lot of money. And there's a really a lot of smart people that becomes... The entrepreneur is always looking for the 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 pocket that needs to be met, right? Exactly. So when you're looking to enhance yourself to the best of your ability and defy any countermeasures, there's a market there, yeah. and that's what that's what uh, trading companies. If you're on Wall Street right now, AI is huge. Mm-hmm. They're not looking at AI, artificial intelligence, and and code and patternist things. They're not looking that to to do anything other than stretch stretch the rules to the best of the ability, and that's what there's 
billions of dollars in that. There's no reason for it to be any different. If you can make a, a superhuman maxed out version of a human that'll also pass tests and you can cover that market, it, it. it's, it's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely tremendous. Absolutely tremendous. So Ray, you're going to take some time. You're going to take a little break before, uh, until New Year's, and then we I come think back. I'm chilling, yeah. You are? Well, no, no, not chilling that much. No, no, no. Just, you know, we have no places to go. There's no fights coming oh, up, so there's no yeah. travel. No I mean, there's no traveling on the weekends oh, and yeah. stuff like that. No, no, I'm definitely not. You, going you had a very that. travel. You year. have you have work to do. You can't go. I, <laughs> I, I can't. I, I can't no. leave you now. Oh man. This. Oh, I was gonna get hit on the Tito Ortiz fight. So Tito Ortiz takes on. Alberto Del Rio in the main event. Uh, he has a first-round sub. I, I don't know what the pay-per-view numbers for, for this was. Didn't It didn't seem like interest was huge. Um, and it didn't seem like a competitive uh, battle for me. If you if you can make money doing this, great. Do you see do you see a possibility of a of a like a master's MMA? Uh, like a master's nah, division. I think those guys should all go to the jujitsu matches if they want to do that. And you know, I think it'll be better for uh, for everybody. You know, someone who was saying last night or at the fights uh, Friday night that that bare knuckle boxing is really catching on and is people are making money. I don't know. That's what one of the guys told that's me. Great. Anything cross promotion that people yeah. can do is great. I think that he made it seem like it was way better than I thought. You know, so even if he's half right, it seems good. So. And if you can get a high-profile grappling match, look, Gordon Ryan's yeah, killing it. I think it. those guys are doing fine. Gordon Ryan's with that. killing it. He just oh, bought yeah. uh, a champion wrestler. Yeah, and, and that's uh, a huge thing. Him. Yeah, that guy's no joke. Oh yeah, he's super but, tough. Yeah, so it, it it'll be interesting to see how this evolves um, going that way. What did you want me to? Um, oh, he oh he he got he got cut also. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, uh, Jason. Reminds me of the Henan Barrow. Yeah, crazy. Also cut. I mean, this is this is the reality of this business. That guy was considered untouchable at one point. Yeah, it's a killer. Yeah, it, it's yeah, it's it it becomes uh it, it when you see names that were like staples, they were staples of 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 UFC and synonymous with UFC and 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 start being cut. It's it's eye-opening, I'm sure, for the fighters there, and and especially with this, when Hen Brower coming up, when even when Carmouche was, she, she was most famous for her fight with Ronda Rousey. But even then, compare the the amount and quality of people coming into the UFC or eligible for the UFC as there are now. There are just there. There's a ton of people in gyms that are really, really good yeah. who are knocking on the door. Uh, but, uh, but even the Carmouche, though, I mean, she just went five rounds with the champ, right? Ding. I think that's why this it was it was that, there that's was the such surprising a, part a to me. It's not I like she got isn't. knocked out. It's yeah. not like you know it was a a blowout. Uh, Likeable. I mean, there's there's got to be people in the UFC. Carmouche is beat. You, well, you're dropping her after she almost beat Ronda Rousey. Yeah, I mean, you're dropping her after <laughs> a loss to somebody that everybody's fearing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the the girl's that good. I, I don't that part I don't get. There, there might be something behind the scenes we don't know or we're not seeing. I don't know. But uh, I, yeah, that one there's a lot of hubbub about that yeah, because they said how like Who's they could release her. She fights at 125, right? Right. Who's safe? Yeah, and then not, they have girls like uh, Rachel Ostovich who's like four and five, and right. 
Like, what? <laughs> so maybe there's another story there that we don't uh, know. Have you seen the body on Rachel? Austin? Listen, <laughs> I, I agree with you 100%, but we're fighting here. You I know? know, I know. But I don't know. I know, but we mentioned the universe. <laughs> yeah. we know. I don't know. <laughs> Unfortunately. Once again, when Ray, my slide whistle will yeah, come in comment. <laughs> I am not touching a needle mover comment. Where's the animal? Where's the animal when you need him? Listen, wasn't Rachel, wasn't he, wasn't she? on his hit list yes well i think so right <laughs> everyone was on. everybody yeah everyone he wasn't he's not too picky <laughs> no, <laughs> no, oh my god <laughs> so speaking of speaking of that, any any of the you watch any of the girl fights this weekend uh, anything impress you mm, not really yeah i thought that was a good fight yeah I like the little that was your motivational class, speech right? your coach yeah, yeah. gave she her in between rounds. Well, I thought that that was a big deal, man. That works. She went out and she just she got the job done. Yeah. She, she got did read it. And the that coach was, he told her exactly what she needed to do. Yeah, that's uh, an indication that that he, he that's a, a bond they must have. Yeah, that, I think that he so. feels like he can say. Well, hey, you could see, and it's not a known. I don't think that's a known camp. So I, I like yeah. seeing that. When yeah. people like that, you, you know, gotta they, go in. Like you yeah. can't. This is not. You have to. Because other stop. girl fights at a Jackson Wings, right? At a Jackson Wings. Was she with a? I think she I was fighting she... out of Vegas, believe it or not. Oh, she was. I think yeah, because I oh. saw. Uh, she probably maybe started with Jackson Wink, but oh, I think okay. she's in the. Because I seen her train with Holly Holm, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, the blonde girl, right? right? Now, what'd you think of the yeah, Marina yeah. Rodriguez Cynthia Cavallo fight? Cavallo. How was that a draw? That was another yeah. draw. How is that a That's draw? So crazy. <laughs> I don't I don't know. See that as a draw. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that other girl looked pretty damn good though. Yeah. Man, her tie box is pretty on point. And Cavallo, Cavallo, I don't know if I'm saying the name right. She's no joke, man. She outstruck her. She's tough. You know? She's tough. Doubled her strikes. Yeah. Oh, so she doubled Rodriguez's strikes yeah. because of the ground stuff, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because she was she threw. See that one? That one gets tricky because. So obviously they scored the first two for Rodriguez, and then they gave her a ten eight in that round. Uh, that's where it, I don't know, man. That girl got up after even that, and she she looked unfazed. But that that's a that one I think is tricky. Yeah. You know. Because you could see that Cynthia needed something big, and she did pull through with that. So that one I could kind of see maybe, you know. I don't think it equated to the first two rounds of losing like that. But right. that one at least kind of makes sense maybe. I don't know. It just looked like, you know. It it seems that the, the, the matches that were called draws – Nobody else seemed to think that they were. <laughs> yeah, I mean everybody, all the participants were surprised. Yeah, the winners, yeah, nobody, the, the, all of them were. Right. Even the pe person that thought they lost, they they were. <laughs> there's no way that jab, the, the Korean or whatever, the guy that fought Stamen was. Hey, there's no way that guy. He thought he did anything but lose. Uh, he knew he lost <laughs> that right. fight. And you're like, draw, okay. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Know, that was crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm telling you, that, that's not even... <laughs> like, I don't know. How do the judges judge the fight? Like, what do they, they, what do they want? <laughs> like, what do they want to see? Unfortunately, we're never going to find out. They won't ever find out because they don't it. have to tell you. Yeah, I mean, they, they, you know. Man. Yeah, I mean, that's That's, that's crazy. crazy. But good fight coming up before we go. We want predictions this weekend. Usman versus Covington. Usman. Um, 
It's it's a good card. We could do the whole card. We're starting from the main event. You want? Uh, I'm, go, I'm going Usman. Yeah. Diana. Usman. Doc. Usman. I'm going Usman as well. Yeah. Jason. Oh, Jason. You oh. rebel. <laughs> Who else rebel. you got, Jason? Who's, who else is on there? We got there? Holloway and Volkanovski. Holloway. Holloway versus Jason. Jason just guys. The Khabib of that division. Wow. Holloway versus Volkanovski. What do you think, Doc? I'll go with Holloway because. Sure. Not sure. Maybe Holloway. I'm going to go with Holloway. You gotta go with Holloway. The Khabib of the division. Uh, Khabib <laughs> of the division. There wow. it is. What else we got, bud? Nunez versus Dear Enemy. Nunez. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. It'll be no. tough, but I, I think Nunez is the Khabib of that division. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I don't think she could be beat. I don't know who the hell said that. I don't think she could be beat. But, be beat, that. but yeah. you're happy that uh, Durandami gets uh, this, this fight. Because she's been doing it for so long. And yeah, yeah. I know. Doubt. She's been around forever. She's really good. You know, we interviewed her on Unfiltered. She was a sweetheart. So I wish her the best, but I got to yeah. go with uh, Nunez. Yeah, same. Nunez. Nunez. I got to yeah. tell you, man. I, I, I think Marlon's just, he's, yeah. he's too big and strong. I think he's I mean, big and strong anyway. I yeah. I don't know. I, I'm going to go with Marlon just because I don't even know how um, – He's going to perform after that weight cut. <laughs> I'm not sure he could make it. Yeah. They wheel him in. Yeah. Yeah, that, 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 from a physiologic point first, of view, yeah. I think that he's got to get to the fight first. Yeah. <laughs> they, they wheel him in. He's 152 in that picture. I'm saying that fight's in jeopardy. <laughs> but it, look, it's going to be interesting to see how Marlon bounces back. you got to remember two things. I think he see how he bounces back from... Uh, yeah, from the Cejudo loss. And I'm not sure he's with Mark Henry and those guys anymore. No, he moved to ATT. De definitely down there. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh, so wow. that's going to be... He made the be, change uh, a few months ago. I'm going to tell you something. Yeah. But it's still, it's, it's still, you have to vibe with them, right? I mean, yeah. it's not well, easy to change. Well, his buddy, I think, Barbosa, went first. Right. And then the Thai coach went with him. And then now Marlon. A few guys from Jersey actually went to ATT. Really? Who else? Break um, this news, Diana. Yeah. <laughs> wow, I follow I'm, everyone. <laughs> I'm totally in the dark. Who else went? Um, I think Sydney Outlaw. He oh, used to wow. Trade, yeah. Oh, yeah. He He's went. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just them three, four people. Are, oh, there, wow. are there any stats around about the number? Of, so if somebody switches camp, that first fight, um, if it's relatively close, who, how many lose and how many Oh, that would be interesting. Yeah. That would be interesting to see. What do you think that would reflect more, the individual or the camp? I think it would, I think it's a combination. Well, I think, I think you need the, to. But the only tricky part with that is who he's fighting also. You know what I mean? If they downgrade him, it doesn't matter what camp you went to. Right. But on a, for a quality fight, I'd have to see. You'd have to, you'd have to really look at the, the opponent that the guy went to, you know? To me anyway. I think I think it'll be it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see and again see if Aldo makes that weight cut. Yeah. And if he does make that weight cut, what he did and who he used as far as nutritionist or you know if he did it on his own, it'd be interesting seeing because I think that weight cut like that, Doc. I think you'd agree. The the more scientific help you get, the better. Yeah, the the more help you get, the better. But I just, I mean, from those pictures, I don't see him having a well, lot I of body he fat. And I think Craig he's for the weight. <laughs> 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 can anybody, Chase, can you look that up? <laughs> <laughs> Go with Jenny. <laughs> really? Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Oh, so he got that. What do you get that from? Nelson Mandela? <laughs> yeah, he really, he so definitely he watched uh, right. Game Changers, his, his, probably. His, his jail diet. Really... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Peter Yan and Uriah Faber. Ooh. Don't know. I don't I don't know Peter Yan. I don't either. I know that he's had a couple back and forths with uh, Aljo. But I don't know uh, Peter Yan and Uri Faber. You know, he, he's yeah. he's. Why are they going with Faber? Yeah. Again, he's he's. I don't know. I I I think I'm gonna go with Faber. I but I'm gonna say there's. Uh, I could see that. I don't what think was that, I don't think that's an story? exciting. Did he fight. ever make it big in yeah. the UFC? Like. With like his name was big, but did he win the big fight? Well, because in the in the WEC he was a, a superstar. Right, but in the so. actual UFC, he came to UFC as a superstar. Right, but he did you know he ever I think do... Dominic Cruz was yeah. on a roll at that point. And he was never getting. He had he had good fights with him, yeah. and he had some he had some he had some really nice wins. But he fell in that category that he was never going to beat Dominic Cruz. So right. where, where do you go? Yeah, he's just so never. Great, you just can't beat the you champion. Can't beat the I'm starting to like this guy. This, this guy. <laughs> you know what it is? I tell you, I got to start like paying Shimkin, more attention to what's going on. Like a yeah. Shimkin vibe. I tell you, no, no, he's a. Uh, he you got see a Shimkin's vibe. picture? Shimkin, what are you doing up there, buddy? No, no, not the picture where he's. He's in like a mosh pit, buddy. What are you They're doing? Throwing him around like a fucking French Come fry on, at a at one of those fraternity parties. <laughs> what? <laughs> you, you got out of here and you're going to do big things, buddy. Come yeah. on. What do we tell him? No pledging when you go. No up pledging. There. <laughs> Shimkin living up. Shout out to him. That's it. What a great show. Thank you all wow. for listening so much. Uh, participate in our show. Leave a five star rating so more people can find us. You can find Ray Longo at Ray Longo MMA. You could also hear Ray on the Anik and Florian podcast every Monday. Check them out. You could hear him every now and then on UFC Unfiltered, Matt Sarah and Jim Norton's show. Uh, you could check out their podcast. Where could they find you, Diana? Instagram, Diana K. And Facebook, Diana Caravis. <laughs> nice. And the doc, <laughs> the doc, you could find the doc through our stuff. And as soon as her stuff is up and running, we will point you in that uh, direction. Steve, I would like to... Congratulate and welcome our new co-host. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. It's a pleasure uh, being that, here, uh, that, taking the spot. <laughs> <laughs> that compliment comes with a uh, 24-hour security on your house. Thank you so much. Animal is entering the building. <laughs> So if you see somebody in a black caddy sitting outside your thing right. with, a, with a flashlight, oh, it's, no. it's for your own benefit. Oh, man. <laughs> it, it's funny. It, it's Manimal. Manimal, even, even in, his, in his sneakiness, would have to yell out every now and then, oh, yeah, he'd be like the worst, <laughs> the worst spy ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't even hide. <laughs> Can't even hide. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> animals out here. Uh, Diana, I really, I'm, I'm really, I really fear for her life at this point. <laughs> I really do. I'm, I'm curious. She, I don't think he could control himself. The, oh no. The, oh no. <laughs> when she was on He's the first show time, up with the Thor yeah. hammer. <laughs> yeah. When Diana only, was yeah. on the first time, we definitely got more feedback positive for her than. than oh no. Oh, yeah. this is this is. As soon as I found out, I came to you when you were done yeah, training. Yeah, I appreciate that. I love and this. I said, I love hey, 
please come by. And she, I was barely done asking before she was like, yeah, I would love to. And just the enthusiasm at that moment, I knew it would no, be Jason, great. Jason, can you look up, see if there's any other certification <laughs> courses going on that we could pay for him next week to attend? Is there like a, any kettlebell courses? <laughs> or, Manimal certification. <laughs> can we, uh, <laughs> yeah. we can just, he'll just No, come. I think the only thing, Diana, the only uh, saving grace is I, I do think you'll be able to withstand a blow to the head from a plastic hammer. So <laughs> yeah, I think I, I can hold as, my own. <laughs> as, yeah, it's not, it might not be as bad as I thought. Right. <laughs> I'll walk around with my headgear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but practice uh, taking shots from a wiffle ball. We'll be back. up here and Manimal <laughs> will be down there going, oh, yeah, my own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey, can we have that? Like, the, uh, yeah, absolutely. Like Letterman have... Uh, the man under the stairs where they'd open up and it was, what's his name? Can we have the, like, put him in the octagon down there? He's just down there. Just call to him every so often. It doesn't go anywhere. Jason, wait a minute, I'm starting. Uh, you know what's, you know what's worrying me now? I, this guy's the comedian. Yeah. I know. I, I'm telling you right now, this he's the comedian. He's got this. He has got this. Poor Chris. Oh, Did you write his material for him? We never got, we never got these gems out of Chris. He was no, here for like four it. months. This is crazy. I like this group. That's Good it. times. Poor, poor, poor Madam. Sorry, Madam. You know, we almost made it through the show. I think at the oh. end, he just get, it just got worse That's and it. worse. Oh, man. <laughs> Sorry, Madam. <laughs> Folks, it's MMA and Beyond. We'll catch you next time.